When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Looking good, Italian job. Feeling good, Tommy boy. How are you, brother? I'm well, man. Here we are on an amazing Saturday afternoon. Uh, I know you and I are probably sharing a similar sky, barely a cloud in it. Perfect weather. Uh, good day in the gloom here in Natville. It is currently, uh, what, golly, 2 o'clock on a Saturday afternoon. No time like the present to record the 73rd episode of Stuff We're Trying podcast. What's new in your world, man? Wait, wait let me get this straight. We People have allowed us to talk 73 times. Like, they yeah. haven't shut us off yet? We do, have, they, do, do they know we're doing this? No, no. And in fact, what's cool about our podcast is this may be our 73rd episode. We've now doubled our listeners. So we have four fans. It's pretty victory. Yeah. Three of them are on this podcast right now today. (laughs) And and, and your mom. Your mom. Exactly. Don't don't forget your mom. And and your mom. (laughs) Uh, Talk to me about uh, what's what's been going on in your world, my friend. You know, uh, this is mental battle month and, um, and I've been talking to a lot of guys about some stuff that's been heavy. Um, you and I were on a call the other night with some of the trainers for GTE and, um, guys really opened up and, uh, we don't do that enough. We really don't. Yeah. Um, we yeah, have that luxury. For, yeah. Shout out to Nunez oh, yeah. for throwing that out there. I, I, um, you know, I know a lot of the trainers, uh, through word of mouth, but also served under the log with, with several of them, but man, just that opportunity to jump in and just kind of listen and yeah. create that, that space um, was really powerful. I, I completely agree. So tip of the cap to Noonan for leading that charge. Um, I, I can a hundred percent agree with you. That was, a, that was a good thing to to land the plane for the week. Um, right. So that was, that was awesome. Nuno, Noonan, if you're listening, uh, we're bragging about your brother. So kind of a nice segue into the day. Uh, I get to sh- share the gloom with our guest almost every day here in Natville um, and, and couldn't be luckier to have locked shield with them in the past. Uh, we were at 33 together. Um, just can't say enough good things about our, our guest today. So we'll just bring him on. Uh, without further ado, Gunny, welcome to the Stuff Worth Trying podcast, my friend. Thanks, Tommy Boy, Italian job. Thanks for uh uh, honoring me and allowing one the most popular podcast in the nation. Um, <laughs> it's just uh, glad. To rumor be has you. it. Rumor has it. We're almost yeah. on the Rolling Stone charts. We'll get there soon enough. <laughs> hey, uh, the way we like to kick things off is a quick name, Arama, and tell us how you wound up with your name. Pat Tillman, Gunny Fifty. Respect. Oh, respect. Welcome I've, to the club, sir. I've I'll be crossed over. Enough. I've crossed over. Not that long ago, uh, yeah. just a few months now. Uh, uh, first post, October 11th, 2014. Um, Greensboro Redwood. Not a Redwood officially, um, but uh, in any event, I think it was the second or third, maybe the third workout. Um, so so not, not official Redwood status. 
uh, was named by Swiper. Uh, you probably know, you all, you guys know that little whippet, uh, <laughs> Charlotte. And uh, yeah, it's interesting the story, as the story goes, uh, I went, uh, Amphibious was my uh, EH-er, and I went with another uh, brother, uh, Jeff Kerrigan. So we were uh, F and G's together on the same workout. And uh, I got gunny. I literally, it happened very fast. I was definitely instructed not to say anything, not even to make any frowns or smiles, no nonverbals. Don't hang your head. Don't look this way. Just stand there and take it, whatever comes. So I mentioned I was a former Marine and bam, gunny, no discussion. <laughs> Standing right beside me was, was Jeff Kerrigan. Um, as soon as he said his name, he got Nancy. So uh, there you have it. Um, and he still reminds us to this day that I got gunny, he got Nancy. Uh, <laughs> collateral, that was collateral damage, I think. But he, but he owns that name well. And uh, knowing yeah. his full story, it's it's the perfect name for him. I love yeah. how he he yeah. he owns it. That's the best way to put he it. He owns it. It's a great sport. And and you know, as I think we've learned, uh, guys with the female names are the toughest. You know, so they're studs, it. right? That's exactly right. Excellent. 100%. Well, listen, uh, I'm excited about today's topic because it's a really important one. And given the time of the year with, as IJ said, it's mental battle uh, as on the front of mind. I think this is a perfect spot for this to land. And so SkyQ has definitely plotted this conversation out uh, well. So um, I kind of want to just give you the floor and let you set the table for us because um, you've had a lot going on in your life recently. You know, you're a public servant here in the area. Um, certainly, as you've mentioned, uh, we thank you for your, your past service as well as your current service. Uh, I know we lose you every other weekend for training um, and as you serve our country. And so talk to us a little bit, uh, whatever you want to share, uh, whatever details you want to share about what's kind of come up in your life. And, and um, we're talking about the unexpected, right? So we always want to be prepared for the expected so that we're ready for the unexpected. Um, and so I'll just hand it over to you and let you run with it, man. Sure. Well, and, you're, and the title uh, is interesting in that I think we all know, uh, young or old, um, you know, your first workout, your 300th workout, you know, we're all a phone call away or an email away or a text away from, from our worlds turning upside down. Uh, that can certainly be with your interpersonal relationships, your children, uh, you know, your your when you're eight block, your concentrica, uh, your family, uh, your mammon. And so those things that we hold most dear or an F3 brother. Um, and we've seen that um, throughout the nation. And then that's life. Um, life is unexpected. And so with that, uh, I uh, just on February 4th, I lost uh, my father, uh, Jerry Tillman, uh, affectionately nicknamed the big gun when he was in college at Elon. Uh, he was a big baseball player. And, uh, and, and three years before that had, had lost my, my mother. And so just turning 50, uh, you know, losing my father, uh, it, it really, there's a lot of sort of mental uh, challenges around that, wrapping your head around that, the finality of both parents being gone uh, that have such an impact, uh, such a force in your life and, and many others. As we learn, our parents are much more than just um, loving, caring, great parents. You know, they've impacted hundreds of lives uh, that we don't even know about. And so that's always interesting when you uh, find out about those uh, little anecdotal stories. And so during that uh, period, um, you know, it was 
I was sort of down on myself and really not controlling my thoughts. Uh, you know, you try to have positive thoughts and control those thoughts so that you have good outcomes. And it was difficult. And I think what we've all learned with F3, certainly with sua sponte leadership, uh, we're really here to, to fill gaps and mm. to, to remove obstacles. And, and that can come in a variety of ways. I mean, you look at, uh, I was thinking back about uh, the floods in 2015 in South Carolina. Uh, a lot of us were very new to F3 here in Greensboro. And we just, uh, no one told us what to do. We just mobilized. We went down there to South Carolina with a, uh, a, a wheezing uh, trailer that we almost lost a couple times uh, full of water. And we showed up and even uh, medical professionals in Red Cross, they were like, who are you guys? What, what, what is this thing? And so again, um, you know, and, and the, I think the sacredness uh, or the beauty of, of F3 or, or both of those uh, adjectives is that uh, by nature in our ethos, we're, we're really kind of hardwired to, to step into those gaps. And the coolest thing is you can be, it can be your first month or your 10th year in F3 and no one owns a greater piece of it. So, and I think um, certainly free to lead comes to mind because free, free to engage and free to facilitate, that doesn't sound really nearly as cool. Um, That's right. And, and so, yeah, this uh, moment happened, this sort of unexpected tragedy. And I thought, how do I, uh, how do I, you know, spin this forward and, and be able to, in some small way, uh, mobilize and rally uh, some F3 men around, what do we do when the unexpected happens, when there's a real tragedy? Um, you know, certainly losing your parents, um, that's not expected, but it's more of a reality for those of us at a certain age. But my heavens, what about a child or, or something maybe even far more damaging uh, and impactful? And so I, I just kind of thought about putting some structure in a real shared accountability piece, how do we really uh, stand shoulder to shoulder um, and, and shield lock around tragedy? And so uh, haven't named this group yet. I think the first shenanigans blur will be this Sunday. And I still owe you some verbiage on that, Tommy boy. Uh, maybe it's, it's Natville Cares. I don't know. But I really want the group to kind of come up with the name. I think we're far better to kind of bounce that around this first group that decide, decides to volunteer. And it's a delicate matter. I mean, not everybody wants to be right to, to have people show up with casseroles every night. And yep. it's not about that. I think given that, again, the sacredness is that uh, we're called to be vulnerable and we're called to ask for help. Um, so just having a group that no matter what's happening in our lives, there's a group of men that immediately will be that that voice, that hand, that shoulder, um, that embrace uh, for that for that F three brother that's going through that tragedy, and uh, all by you know of course peer led and rotating fashion, and so that's really I'll stop there. Uh, that's a lot. So, well, yeah, gonna, and I'll tell a little bit of the other side of the story, and I J you know jump in. Um, you know, we were, we, the past and current Nantans of Greensboro were up in the mountains and uh, obviously we're praying over you and sending you good, good vibes, you know, and, and meanwhile, 
you know, your 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 dad's memorial service was being held in his hometown of, of Arch over in Archdale and uh, home church and all that great stuff. And there was a there was a uh, a lack of strong F3 presence. Right. And we, we could sit there and make excuses all day for the things we do or the things we do not do. And at the end of the day, what I loved is the text I got from you about I've been thinking about this and I have a great idea on how that we move forward and, and lock shields or circle the wagons or whatever you want to call it. And so, I mean, just immediately that F3 mode kicked in of, well, anybody could sit and stew or fall into a rut. And my grandfather used to say that a rut is just a coffin with the ends kicked out. Right. And you, you chose the third less desirable option was to, which is to put effort into it and created this opportunity where guys can sign up can volunteer. And then there's an immediate chain of command, not chain of command, but chain of, uh, of order and steps to the process where guys aren't going to, the six is going to be picked up uh, and, and guys are going to have that shoulder to lean on uh, that ear that will listen. Uh, you know, it's all the stuff beyond the casserole, right? Because, because we all fill up a, a casserole or freezer full of casseroles really quickly. What we don't tend to do is stick around for the awkward parts where you, you don't know what to say. Uh, you don't know the, the right, and I'm using air quotes if you're listening, the right thing to do, because there isn't one. You know, as a, as a culture in America, we suck at mourning. Uh, yeah. We suck at the mourning process. And this is a great way to change that. And so, uh, you know, you talked about sua sponte leadership and it's that, that's it right there. So tip of the cap. And, and I'm thrilled to dig into this a little bit with you and just to see what what grows out of it. So. IJ, as the kind of the outsider looking in, since I know Gunny and you're in, you're you're down in South Kakalaki. What are your thoughts, man? You, you know, um, I like I like Gunny's response, which is first. I mean, if I'm in that boat, I'm going to get upset. You know, I lost lost a loved one. Then I'm going to be a little bit mad that I feel like my guys left me alone. They left me in a dark place when I needed support the most. But I don't know if I'm mature enough, emotionally mature enough, to take the step that Gunny took, which was. And let's make sure this doesn't happen again. This morning, uh, we went to a kid's birthday party because I'm in the age of, it's funny, you know, for a while, it's every weekend you have, you know, weddings to attend. And then it turns into you have baby showers <laughs> that you go to. And then and then it starts turning into grandparents' funerals or, or parents or, or extended relatives, uh, parents and uncles and aunts' funerals and I, all of us in the past six months have attended a funeral for someone we love. Um, this morning at the birthday party, we got there early to help set up everything. And, uh, and what we heard was uh, one of the, uh, one of the guys, like his, his dad uh, said, Hey son, I need to talk to you for a second. His grandfather passed away this morning and it's at his daughter's birthday, second birthday party. And, uh, and it was one of those moments of, you know, what, what do we do? It was, he's an F3 guy. And, uh, I mean, what do we do in those situations? We know that we're going to lose loved ones, but we never know how we're going to handle that situation and how we're going to step up. So uh, I'm I'm very interested in hearing Gunny, you know, the emotional roller coaster and uh, and what what led you to say, all right, now let's make sure this doesn't happen again. Yeah, well, and and thanks for your your guys weighing in. Um, yeah, I mean, I felt my, of course, I was sad and um upset and you know it's an emotional time 
but, but pretty quickly that, that gave way to, gosh, how many other men have, have we let fall through the cracks? And, and I think, um, to be fair, I mean, I think we've done a good job in, in my observation just in the last, you know, seven years I've been involved with uh, F3 of, of someone always sort of takes over and, and starts to, but I think, I think what can happen is if, if we assume that 20 people might help, well, then really no one might help. You know, there might be zero. Whereas if we have just this group that um, has said, yeah, sign me up, you know, I want to be there. I want to be part of that, that, that team and that group that uh, without a doubt, no matter what, um, whether it be five guys or 25 guys that we're going to be there uh, in the way that, our F3 brother that's suffering wants us to be there. And, and, you know, everybody grieves different. So some people don't want to, you know, they, they want maybe minimal help or, or, or support and that's okay. Uh, I think we kind of make it our own. I think just having a little bit of structure and a little bit of intentionality about it uh, just seems to me to, to be the, to take that best step foot forward. And, you know, I've always said you can never break F3. Um, someone's got an idea historically we throw it out there and typically you got to have some hymns to kind of, uh, take that next step with, with the facilitator. And, um, and I, I have no doubt that, that Nat Bill will, um, you know, will, will step, step up and we'll have a, a great group of committed men to, 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 to stand in that, uh, in that space with the man that's suffering. Yeah, no doubt. I, that the timing again was certainly in the sky crew's hands. Uh, we're, we're about to de- lean into the, the third part of the comfort crisis book and, and Natville, uh, a handful of us are reading through that. And the third part focuses on the finality of life and getting comfortable with, with the, the death concept. Uh, mm-hmm. And the intention there is because it shines the true light on the value of your, your every single day. Um, you know, we talk about it all the time, right? Life is a gift. Every day is a gift, but it becomes so mundane that we say that it's just, it, it's just a thing that we say, but what does it really look like to lean into that philosophy and, and the, the stoic, the stoicism behind it. And to realize that, that we're here for a very short fraction of us, you know, of a moment in time and the grand scheme of things. And so, you know, again, how we do the little things is how we do the big things. And if you can celebrate every day and your feet hit the floor and you're like, Hallelujah, man. My feet hit the floor today. Let's get, let's get after it. Uh, because there's countless people out there who wish that their feet could hit the floor. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so how lucky are we? And, and, uh, you know, again, you seeing the opportunity to turn something into uh, not only a positive, but one that's given away to the greater good is my favorite part of our concept of faith. It's not, a, it's not just about me. Uh, it's about the guy to my left and the guy to my right. And how can I be of service to them? Uh, I, I assume in your mind, uh, it's things like it is things like filling the freezer full of casseroles, right? But, but what else in your mind? Uh, I don't know. You mentioned it depends on the guy's needs, and that's that's paramount. But what else do you envision seeing um, if guys are hearing this and wanting to launch or activate something in their region? Yeah, I think it starts with just uh, kind of putting it out there to your region um, and and or to your AO, whatever wherever it makes might start, and uh, just. Those that want to help be a part of that, um, really getting that group kind of put together. Uh, and then, you know, uh, certainly I envision uh, once a quarter, whatever it takes, you know, we kind of catch up with one another. 
Um, certainly having that ear and that eye open and, and ear to the ground on what's happening in your community, what's happening in your, your uh, region is important because that's the first critical step is, is learning about uh, wherever tragedy may strike. And then, you know, it could be something like uh, we put shovel flags in, in the yard. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we, we should have that, uh, that opportunity. I'm just kind of thinking through and envisioning what it might look like. Certainly any funeral services um, that we, um, that we pull together some money and do an arrangement, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that, that I've found in my experience, again, I can just speak for me. Um, it's the little things, it's the card, it's the flowers, it's, it's a, a casserole or a meal. Uh, but being at the service so important when you look out in the congregation or you're at the, uh, the, the visitation, you know, seeing that F3 brother coming in, it matters. Mm-hmm. It really mm-hmm. does. Um, and I was fortunate enough on the visitation to have a few F3 brothers uh, come. And, and it, it's just, I think because of the nature of F3 and our ethos and that vulnerability and those small groups and the gloom, all that together, um, it really is meaningful uh, when you see an F3 brother uh, come walking through the door. And I just can't tell you how impactful that was for me. And so you can flip that around and say the opposite of that, right? When, mm-hmm. if that doesn't happen, uh, how impactful that can be as well. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, go ahead. I, I, think, I think a lot of times if anyone's involved in a church community, you send, you tend to see the bereavement council as kind of the old ladies, you know, the old ladies that get together and you know, bake a, a casserole. Um, but you know, my wife picks on me all the time. Every time we have an F3 function, she says, now, do you guys have a plan or is it just going to be a whole bunch of paper cups and or paper plates and, and plastic <laughs> wear? Like you, you can't just eat potato chips and drink soda. Do you have a plan? Because let's be honest, guys, we can put some serious work into a beat down and plan something awesome. And then when it comes time for party planning, we really kind of step back and be like, yeah, we'll let someone else handle that. And so these things fall through the cracks. So the fact that you know, you're, you're basically saying, guys, nut up. It's time. You got to do something. It's time. We're going to do something different. We're going to actually take a step and we're not going to rely on someone else to, to step in the old ladies of the bereavement council at the local Baptist church down the street. This is, this is time for us to do something. And and I love the concept of getting the men together and doing the, doing the thing, the thing that needs to be done. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I got, it was great to come back home and talk with my friend Gunny and, uh, you know, being with the guys that I was around up, we were up in Boone. So a couple hours away and um, immediately watched the guys get activated around what would ultimately turn into our Thursday morning sandbag ruck training workout. But we, we, we snuck around Gunny and put together a hero wad to celebrate his dad. Um, he claims he didn't know until the very end when we finally said it was the big, big gun hero wad. <laughs> But uh, watching 25 guys show up and get soaking wet in the rain uh, and they knew what it was about. Some, I would say half of them. So 12 of the guys knew what was going on. The other guys were just there to have a great time. And uh, we definitely checked both of those boxes, but you know, Gunny, your dad was so, it was so cool to read what you had written about him and uh, get to unpack, you know, with any hero, why'd you unpack the numbers, right? And those are your reps or those are your weights and that sort of thing. Um, but my favorite part is that legacy and getting to know that 
you know, ha- getting to know your dad through knowing you. I'm reading, been rereading this book quite a bit. My favorite, one of my favorite quotes is uh, one of the characters asks the boy, the main character in the book, he says to the boy, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the boy replies, kind. And that's what kept echoing in my brain as I was reading what you wrote about your dad and putting together the shenanigans of the workout uh, was that he raised he raised three kind children that are raising a whole you know nine other kind grandchildren. And so to be able to celebrate that, uh, to be able to be friends with all three of big big guns kids, right? Uh, and then to see that that you immediately activated an opportunity where everybody else can be activated to get to know and lean into the the lives and legacies of others. So hats off to you, man. I can't say I can't say it enough, but I, I love you and I love your heart around this one. Well, lo- I love you back just as much. And uh, and yeah, that's another. I'm glad you you mentioned that in terms of you know the tactics of it, right? I mean, we've kind of put some broad strokes on, on just the, uh, sort of intentionality behind the idea. Uh, but yeah, just having a workout like you did, Tommy boy, I mean, you initiating that, um, I think that's really, really just takes it a step further and, and how cool, I just know how I felt, um, that morning and, you know, yeah, that's something that is very easy to replicate. Um, we're out there in the gloom anyway. I mean, we're working out uh, a little EHing, um, you know, beforehand, obviously, as you did, um, and others, you know, um, yeah, that, what a great testament. Um, and to honor our F3 brothers, um, you know, through their, the loss of, of someone very special in their lives, whoever that may be. So again, just another little tactic, uh, in addition to the other things that we would want to do uh, to wrap our arms around, you know, the, a brother. Yeah. Find the need, fill a need. Right. Mm-hmm. So Italian job, any final thoughts from you questions from you? I have some final thoughts, but I'll save them. I'll save them until the end and I'll close it with, uh, with something that, that I wrote this week on a shared at a COT, but I want to nice. make sure we tie this up for Gunny. Um, you know, my, my thinking, wait. Perfect. Gunny, the floor is yours. Any final thoughts from me, brother? Yeah, so there's. I'll, I will share one quote that um, I'm very fond of, and uh, and, and was sh- this was shared with me um, by my mom's best friend, um, and uh, she shared it with me uh, a few weeks ago, and uh, and I've seen a lot of things, and there's been a lot of cards and other things, but this one really stood out to me, and I think it's it just um, it further illustrates the need that is out there. Um, among uh, certainly here and, and across the nation um, that, that I hope uh, this seed will be planted. And, uh, and look, this, this idea is probably somewhere already happening and that's wonderful. Uh, but if not, again, just given, you know, we throw it out there for people to consider and to think about in their own region and, and what's best for them and, and their packs. But this is a quote, um, Jamie Anderson is, is the author. So I'll, Uh, Thanks for letting me share it. Grief, I've learned, is really just love. It's all the love you want to give, but cannot. All that unspent love that gathers up in the corners of your eyes, the lump in your throat, and in the hollow part of your chest. Grief is just love with no place to go. So there's a lot of love with no place to go. 
Um, and so if, if we can be, um, if we can help absorb that and, and allow that, where that grief to be shared, uh, I just, I can only think it will, it's going to help, you know, and, and that's what it's all about. If it can help one packs, um, then, then we've done our job. So thanks for yeah. allowing me to share that. Outstanding. Awesome. No OYO, awesome. no OYO. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm going to hand it over to you in just a second, IJ. Gunny, thanks, man. I'm so lucky to know you. I'm even luckier to be able to post with you. I hate going to your cues though, but uh, <laughs> hashtag speed and violence, brother. Speed, speed and, and violence. violence. <laughs> uh, packs that are listening, homework assignment. IJ and I uh, are freaking crazy and have thrown around the idea of interviewing our M's on a future episode of Stuff Worth Trying. So your homework assignment is simply this. Ask your M what question they would love to be asked about F3 and the men that step into the gloom with a circle F3 logo on their chest each morning. So ask your M's what they would love to answer or love to be asked. Italian job, the floor is yours. So I brought a, a pencil to a workout, standard low number two pencil, and I held it up to the guys. I said, this is just a plain, ordinary number two pencil. It's simple. It's rudimentary. In fact, it's just a throwaway item. Um, costs less than 10 cents. I mean, you use it, you throw it away. And I'd venture a guess there's not a single person in this entire world that knows how to make a pencil from scratch, from start to finish. So you think about it, you uh, first have to go to Southeast Asia. You have to find a rubber tree, rubber plant. I don't even know what it is. One of them. You have to find the rubber thing. It's the rubber shrubbery, I think. A, a rubber, a shrubbery, a, a rubbery. <laughs> a rubbery. That's it. You have to take the sap out of it and somehow manufacture the sap into rubber. And that rubber can't be tire rubber. You know, you can't erase with tires. So you have to find the right rubber and you have to manufacture this a certain way. And you have to create that perfect little cylindrical knob at the end of a pencil and i don't know how to do that somebody knows how to do it but somebody i don't the second part is you've got to uh go to northern minnesota and there you have to mine some iron ore and turn that into taconite and make steel and somehow you need to smooth it out really really thin and you have to make it into a band and you have to put those little ribs in it and then you have to fit that little eraser piece into it and somebody out there in the world knows how to do that i i don't know how to do that how do they get it so perfect i have no idea but somebody has to do that then you have to go to Canada or somewhere where there are trees and you're going to cut down a tree. Now I can cut down a tree. Tommy boy, you can cut down a tree. I know Gunny can cut down a tree, but you cut down the right on a tree. And um, then you have to figure out how are you going to convert that into this perfect hexagonal dowel rod of sorts that's going to end up being the base of your pencil. How do you make this thing? How do you do it? How do you whittle it? I don't know. Do you run it through a lathe? How do you get it so perfect? So if you can do that, you have to paint it. Now, I can go to Home Depot, Lowe's right now, pick up a, a gallon, a pint, a quart of paint. I can paint a pencil. But how do you pigment paint? How do you make paint? How do you get the consistency correct? How do you get it to stick to a pencil? Um, I have no idea. Somebody knows how to. If you've gotten that far, you have to get the graphite, that piece in the middle. I don't know how to do that. You have to, I don't know, you find some metamorphic rock, and then you have to grind it down, mix it with clay, and you have to somehow make that really long piece of graphite and get it into a pencil. Now, how in the world does someone get that perfect thing into a dowel and turn that into a pencil? Do you cut it in half and glue it? I don't know. Do you drill it out? I have no idea. The point is the person that knows how to make the rubber doesn't know how to make the steel. And the person who makes the steel probably doesn't know how to cut down the right tree or how to make paint. 
not one single person knows how to do the full thing. And we say it's just a pencil. It's just a casserole dish. It's just a, just a phone call. It's just a pat on the back. It's just a wad. Um, but the thing is, it's not just a thing. Just is, is a four-letter word that holds us back. Uh, you're just not smart enough to just save yourself the time. You're not smart enough for this class. Go ahead and drop it now. You're just not handsome enough. You're just not my type. You're not, you're just not fast enough. You're just not smart enough. You're just not, you're just, you're just, you're just, you're just not. And uh, the fact remains that if we let the, it's just someone else's job, it's just a thing, then uh, we're going to really severely hold ourselves back. So just a pencil. I don't think that's the case. I, I think it's more than that. I think it's a, it's a com- combination of a lot of great things that come together. And when someone's mourning, when someone's hurting, it's incumbent upon us to take the talents and gifts that we have, that we've been given, and step up. Because uh, just is a lie. Uh, just is something that's going to hold you back. So um, if you use just in a sense, maybe it's just do it. Just do whatever that thing is that needs to be done. That's what we're called to do. That's what we're made to do. That's what the gloom prepares us for. And when there's love that's needed, just give that love. When a hug is needed, just give that hug. When silence is needed, stop talking and just listen. Tommy boy, that's what I've got. Gunny, I appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much for being with us today, for sharing a little bit of your story and for encouraging men to do the same thing. So I appreciate you. Thank good we're not just a men's workout group. <laughs> I, absolutely. Podpaxers, thanks for sticking with us. This was a big one uh, and certainly worth the conversation. Love you guys. Rest of you. Love you too. Be good or be good at it. <laughs>